When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to another episode of North London Is, where Julian and Perry discuss, debate and banter about their beloved Tottenham and Arsenal, as well as the main Premier League talking points. Welcome to another edition of North London Is. Yes, again, we're in this strange period where half the Premier League played last week, half played this week, so obviously... Only one game to really cover um, this week, and that is obviously uh, Arsenal's lucky win against Crystal Palace yesterday. Um, and even as a Spurs fan, I say that through uh, gritted teeth. Um, as we didn't know what uh, what time we we're going to be recording this, um, we've got a very uh, loyal listener of North Londoners who is a mad Crystal Palace fan, and uh, he wanted to add. Uh, his opinions on a the Crystal Palace performance and obviously where Crystal Palace go from here. So uh, delighted to welcome the thoughts of Gail Sanchez, Crystal Palace supporter. Thank you for having this troubled South London on the point. Um, stay my piece and uh, rant for a few minutes. Um, first of all, I just want to say that I've calmed down. Um, I thought it was boiling. I was fuming yesterday, but um, I'm a bit more rational now and level headed trying to reflect and see things um, more in the bigger picture as opposed to just basing my opinion on uh, what, what we saw yesterday, early afternoon. Um, I mean, there's not much more I can say beyond um, the simplest terms. I'm disappointed, but um, I've been disappointed for a while. And to be honest with you, on reflection, it wasn't a bad performance from us. It was probably the best we could have done. I think the scoreline is unfair. It doesn't reflect the true 90 minutes. Goals we conceded were from set pieces and a counter attack, and I think it was a very well drilled and clinical arsenal that were um, likewise needing a win, probably more than we were to be honest. Um, but this doesn't take away from the bigger picture, and that is that changes needed at Palace. Um, there's more and more vocal 
um, unhappiness and instability, I'd say, amongst the fans. And let me just point out that I'm not a season ticket holder for this season, so I haven't been actively in the stands. I'm not 100% sure what the mood is uh, at Selhurst on the sort of week-to-week basis, but just from conversations with my people and obviously down at the pub and socially, there is discontent uh, among the fan base. And look, I mean, I have utmost respect, first of all, for Parrish, because we might not even be having this conversation if it hadn't been for what he's put into our club. Uh, and likewise for Roy, because I think another reason why we're still here 10 seasons on is thanks to his efforts. But I just think that, look, um, he did an incredible job for us when he came in and back end of last season and uh, kept us up. That was sensational with a group of players he had. But I just think we need a project now. I think it's time to look forward and move on from this survival mentality because I think the way that the place where the league is now and the competitivity we've got is that survival isn't enough. And sooner or later, if you keep with this mentality, you're going down. Um, we need a project. We need an ambitious manager. We need depth. We need signings. This was a problem with Vieira. He lost interest eventually. And look, I mean, we all we can't doubt or question Roy's commitment to the club, but he needs backing. Um, and look, he all due respect. He's not getting any longer. And I think we need something, like I said, looking on to the future. Two, five seasons from now, we need to build around the squad. I mean, there was there was um, a section of the fan base that was quite vocal about this. It was the end of the game yesterday. Uh, we saw some banners out. Um, and look, I mean, I'm not saying that I agree completely with that, but this is the sort of, the sort of feeling that we're getting now that it's unfair the fans coming in, especially the fans that go away week in, week out. They're there behind the club and we just have nothing to go for it anymore. I mean, it's it's disappointing to see this. The team, the team is trying. It's not down to the players. I don't even think it's down to Roy because he's doing what he has with the means of um, the, the resources that he's been given. But I think something needs to change upstairs. And it's not all down to Parish. I mean, I don't know quite what going on behind closed doors there, but um, I'm hearing the Americas are coming out. Maybe that's a good thing, um, but we need investment. And I know it's not easy with fair play. And uh, there's so many hurdles nowadays with regards to building a club and a school within your means and within your revenue. But if something's not done now to progress and build on the club and I'm by no means an expert so I'm not saying I have the answers but we just need to see change this is what the fans deserve because we give it our all we've been giving it our all since the championship and we're still down so all we're asking for is a little bit more commitment and survival right now we don't have to lose as a plan though we know our place we know what we're fighting for but we know that we deserve to be in this league it's been 11 seasons now we've seen our neighbours come up and do great things since we've been up um, and it's only right that we deserve our shot as well. So just a bit more direction, ambition, and a long-term project is what we're asking for from upstairs. And this is for, from just an average regular Panis fan. I'm not an expert, as I said. I'm not on social media. I'm not involved in any sort of group. It's just me and my mates. We've been going to sell us since we kids, and we want to see our team do well, you know? But uh, that's my piece. Thank you very much for funding this. It's been a pleasure being on here and I appreciate you giving me the platform to uh, to let loose a little bit. So uh, have another evening. Thanks, lads. Cheers. So there you go. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, quite, quite an honest opinion, I think. 
Yeah, I mean, look, you know, the thing about Crystal Palace is what what are who are Crystal Palace? What are Crystal Palace? They're going to finish mid table, I think. I don't think they're going to finish in the bottom three or four or five. Um, I think in Eze, they've potentially got one of the best players in the league. He absolutely, at times, ran the entire game. And that's with Odegaard and Rice on the pitch. He was incredible to watch yesterday. He's strong, he's quick. And if you compare Arsenal's purchase of Kai Havertz for around 65, 70 million pounds, yeah. I believe we could have got him. I mean, it's chalk and cheese. I mean, you know, and I feel sorry for him. He looked really upset at times. Um, you know, they were missing a few players. Um, I like Gahey at the back. I think he'll go in the summer. I don't, you know, the problem for Parrish is they've got two or three very good players. Yeah. And obviously, at least they didn't play yesterday. And I was arguing with a few of my, you know, my Guna friends yesterday while watching the game, who's better? I, I, I haven't seen enough of them, but I saw Eze yesterday. <laughs> what a player. I mean, he's got huge potential in the right manager and the right team, and Palace. The problem is, you know, can they do better? They're only going to do better if they've got huge, huge investment. I don't know. I've been to Palace loads of times, as you have, George. I don't know how many it is. Was it 28,000? Yeah, it's a good atmosphere. It's a fantastic atmosphere. They've got great fans. But what more can Palace achieve? You know, can they break into the top six? No. They're not going to break into the top six unless there's absolutely monumental investment or a new stadium or, or whatever. You know, you know, I've Spurs, I've had so many people on social media in the last 10, 15 years criticise Daniel Levy, right? And as much as I loved it, the guy has been a fantastic chairman of the club in certain, in certain points. In certain ways. Yeah, but Spurs have no... Jules, we've been both... You know, I've, I've known you for, for over 40 years. Spurs... Spurs... Are, I'm not here to banter, but they're not Liverpool, Manchester United. Or even... Yeah. The, guy, the guy built you one of the best sports stadiums in the world. You've got an incredible training ground, you know, and you had Harry Kane, who, who basically... So... You know, I'm not saying you're Crystal Palace. Of course, you're a bigger club than Crystal Palace. But what I'm saying is, Crystal Palace, you know, what more? I don't know what they're going to expect. That's the thing. I really don't know what they can expect. I mean, you know, they're not going to finish in the top six. You know, maybe they should have done a four about the cup run. I always think these clubs in the middle should do more when they play. I I thought after Vieira, I thought... I thought it was a strange decision to, to go back for Roy. I mean, obviously, you know, he did well keeping them up. Well, they but were I worried, thought they, yeah. they, they were worried, obviously. But I thought then in the summer, you know, it would have been a perfect opportunity for a young manager. Uh, it, it's it's a, it's a project, um, as Gail said. And I I thought it was a bit of the easy option uh, to stick with Roy. Um, and I'm I'm not sure that was the right signal to the fan base, you know, of the ambition of the club. But just going back to the game, I mean, I didn't actually watch it. Uh, um, I'm actually away at the moment. But um, 
I was listening to it on on the radio, and again, I'm not I'm not trying to totally banter. In the first half, um, it seemed quite flat. The atmosphere at the end. Yeah, well, well, the twelve thirty atmosphere. And I got, I agree with you. The twelve thirty atmospheres kill the game. You know, yeah, I mean, I, I think like, unless it's Spurs or Liverpool or you know a really big game at the Emirates, it's it's not good. Listen, somebody summed it up. Somebody tweeted me today and said we didn't that fight. It wasn't a five nil, you know. And I went, "Have you been to the Emirates for the last two games where we played West Ham and Liverpool? Did West Ham deserve to beat us two nil? Did Liverpool deserve to beat us at the cup?" It's football. Were yeah. Arsenal as good? Were Arsenal, did Arsenal play as well as we played against Liverpool? No, we didn't. Two set-pieces goal gave us a, a, a comfortable kind of half-time, you know, I was fairly comfortable. No, that, annoy, that annoys me, you know, and, and this, this isn't anything against Arsenal, if anything, it's, it's a cop. The, I couldn't believe, after seeing the goal, that's been given as a known goal, because... That's just unfair because it the shot was on target. Yeah, yeah. strictly speaking, every shot that the keeper gets fingertips to it, that's yeah. still going. It's been an It doesn't benefit. Doesn't benefit anyone. You're just taking away the pleasure from the shoot. And, I was, and he's he's been so good at scoring for us since he's joined us four years ago or three years ago. One he, thing he, he, he's going to your own net, you know. Yeah. But the shot was on target, and exactly. I think. I thought that was a bit unfair to be taken away from him. It doesn't benefit anyone. No, but Palace are actually a hard team to break down. And we did it with set pieces. The third goal was the killer goal. It was fantastic play from David Raya. He he was that that I commend him for. But okay, well, that that was good. I've seen the it was a good But just before that, yeah, Jesus died, didn't he? Try to take a penalty. <laughs> he got touched, mate. He got, he got, he got touched. Whether he, whether he went down a bit easy. I've seen uh, Redford. I've got my, my Liverpool, one of my, a couple of my Liverpool boys who, who uh, consistently listen to our podcast. He, he texts me straight away afterwards saying, what a dive from, from Gabby <laughs> Jesus. But listen, Arsenal are due a couple of decisions this season. So that one again went against us. But I think, honestly... Arsenal were just as we we played just as well or not as well as we did in the last two game. Uh, well, the Fulham game I thought was a disaster, but against West Ham and Liverpool, it just shows you there are fine lines. Um, Martinelli looked good when he came on. I was I was happy to see that. But the biggest question mark is still Kai Havertz. Emil Smith Rowe came on uh, was better. You ask most of the the sixty thousand who were there, we we would prefer him to start. Um, I didn't think Zinchenko had a great game and, and that's an area where away at teams so you know away at Forest is our next game and we've got Porto obviously coming up in the Champions League I think they will be targeted that where he where he's obviously very very good is on the ball and coming into the midfield but also we're okay the the best bit for the game for me was Gabby Martinelli scoring the two goals at the end because I don't know if you've managed to see the highlights. It was like watching, you know, a proper centre forward, and and we need we need confidence from our front four because we don't have it at the moment, and that was good. That was good to see. Um, yeah, listen, we've gone we've gone third. We've gone a few few points ahead of you guys, and you obviously yeah. won the league. 
I, I, I was looking at that, and it's funny because the first the first ten games, Spurs averaged two point six points per game, um, and uh, if if we repeat that over the, our remaining seventeen games, that leaves us with eighty four points. Um, but that that is pretty much winning every game bar maybe one, um, and even then. Last season, Man City got 89. So, still not going to be enough to win the league. Um, you know, if we... I mean, we've averaged... Not, um, we've averaged 1.9 points per game after 21 games, mm. which, if we do the same over the next 17, um, gives us just over 72 points, 72.3, which, going on last year, will be enough to get fourth. Um, yeah, I think... Listen, I, I'm in disbelief that Villa are slightly ahead of you. In the yeah. Time. I looked at that and I I mean, Liverpool, that was a big result for them tonight. So City is still, I think, evens. I think Liverpool are about five to two, three to one. We're uh, eight to one. I mean, well, I, I, was looking at, I was looking at Arsenal and after the first 21 games, you're averaging 2.04 points per game. And if you repeat that over the next 17 games, that gives you 77 points, which will be going on last season enough to get third. Mm. But, but you you finished on 84 last year. Yeah. But now, Steph, I, don't think, I don't think with you, City and Liverpool, I don't think the title will be as much as 80. No, no, no. I think it will be a lot less. I, I think, listen, if Man City go on their usual, then it won't be. They'll, they'll If they win their next whatever... But I still think, listen, I've looked at the fixtures because it's one of the things I do like to look at. And uh, Tottenham have got a very hard April. Um, We kind of have an okay run in, but our last two away games are away at White Hart Lane and Old Trafford. And I know that United are appalling at the moment, but you just don't know. You, You never know. So, I mean, it's not United of old. So, and Liverpool, I think their biggest game is it's going to be two weeks tonight. It's going to be at us. Because I think if they win there, they can afford to draw against Man City at Anvil, yeah. but win the others. I think if we don't, I think if we don't beat Liverpool, I don't see us finishing anymore in the top two. And I always thought that we would finish top two this season if we kept Gabriel Saliba and Rice fit. But I know we won 5-0 yesterday. I don't think we're scoring enough. I, we, you know, I think another striker um, had been on our books. Uh, you, you look at Jota. I mean, I know you're away, but Jota today comes in for Liverpool. Yeah, what a player! Yeah. What what a player! You know they've got they they've bought so wisely. You know they're they're very very good at buying Liverpool and and Manchester City are the same. And it, it, it's listen, it's exciting because they 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 could have an unbelievable. They, they've got Fulham midweek, then they've got Norwich. In the FA Cup, I think they'll probably win both games. So they're going to be in the final of the Carabao. They'll be in the fifth round of the FA Cup. If they beat us, I think, I think if they beat us, they could go joint favourites with with. They do have Chelsea, your old mate Potch, just before just before us. You've got Brentford, big Ivans back. But no, um, I mean, to sum it up, yesterday, you know, we were yeah, it was it was it was a great result. It was very much needed, but. The next two games are now monumental. If Arsenal win the next two games, if we do win the next two games, away at Forest and at home to Liverpool, 
when we're back in it. Yeah. And I think yeah. everybody will want us to beat Liverpool because I think if Liverpool come to the Emirates and beat us, I think it's over. I think it's Ben and City all the way. And, it, uh, you were talking about Daniel Levy just before. And, you know, obviously there's a lot of talk at the ma- at the moment about financial fair play. And, you know, it got me thinking, obviously you built your new stadium in the hope that that takes you to the next level. And obviously yeah. what you didn't know at the time was obviously... Chelsea um, were firing 50 yeah. pound notes. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and to a certain degree, you know, that obviously changed the landscape of, of the Premier League. And obviously, you know, after that, we've had Man City done, you know, similar. Um, and we, we built a new stadium and we, we didn't realise we'd, we'd be up, you know, when they sort of committed to the, st- the new stadium about what City was going to do. But I think <laughs> as what Newcastle have found hard, you know, they are finally it seems to be clamping down on clubs who are breaching financial fair play. And I've heard, and I I read a very interesting article the other day about Everton. I mean, Everton are going to get deducted points. You know, it may not be 10, but they are certainly going to come down hard on Everton. And I think Forrest are in trouble as well. Um, And listen, Newcastle, we all thought Newcastle were going to spend millions. Yeah, well, they can't. And they can't. And 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 they they are worried about financial fair play. I think the landscape is beginning to change. And I, you know, listen from a Spurs point of view, finally I'm delighted because we've got a new stadium. We still haven't got the naming rights, so we've got income from the naming rights. Um, our stadium, as you rightly said, is phenomenal. Um, we're going to have concerts there. We've got the NFL there. It's going to be a real income uh, stream for us. Um, and likewise, you've got a, you know, not a new stadium. You've been there, what, 12 years now, 14 years? Yeah, I know. The point is, is that Arsenal and Spurs, they run, they run the clubs. Um, I, I'm appalled by it, though, Jules. I'm appalled with what's going on because they're, they're, they're knocking down on it now. Yeah. So, so why are they knocking down on it now when Arsene Wenger and David Dean basically ran the club against City, United and Chelsea and they did nothing. At Arsenal, you know, the fans wanted Wenger out. We, we we would have won six, seven, eight leagues in a row. So it's absolutely disgusting, you know. And I think, yes, you're right. Newcastle, it's very good for Arsenal and Spurs that they're not going to let Newcastle do a Chelsea or Man City. But it's still appalling. It's, it's absolutely appalling. Because they're doing it now, and why didn't you do it ten years ago when there were still rules? But but the interesting thing is going to be Man City, Jules, because that uh, is yeah. just uh, you know FFP. Uh, yeah, that they are going. I mean, they could get relegated. You know, and I'm not just saying that for controversial. You know, they. Are, I mean, what they've done compared to what Everton have done is far yeah. worse. Uh, well, the thing is, that the, and the thing is that that, that you know they're. Getting will be awarded last year's league. So <laughs> I'm not sure Spurs fans will want that. But no, listen, it's going to be very, very interesting how what is going to happen with FFP. I'm glad it's happening now, but I'm appalled that it hasn't happened the last 10, 12 years. Um, we would have had more titles. We would have had more. And by the way, if you think FFP has been bad in this country, 
check out, do your research about what's been going on with Barcelona, Real Madrid, and Paris Saint-Germain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have got away with absolute disgrace. But um, no, listen, be interesting. I mean, obviously, you've got the big game on Friday night. Yeah, well, next next weekend is FA Cup weekend. Uh, we're playing Friday night. You know, first one of the first games to kick off uh, the the fourth round. Um, what do I think? Listen, it's a tough game against City. Bizarrely, they've come five times to uh, left. They haven't scored. They obviously haven't won, um, which worries me. Um, I think it'll be a play. Will Pep play? Because obviously, your player full side. Will Pep play? No choice. Half of them are in the Afcon. Half of them are on the Asian Cup. So he literally half of them are suspended. If I'm right, because I know my football quite well, I think your back five played at Old Trafford, didn't it? Our back, our back five after three months are finally back. Um, so I don't think that's the most important thing again. Well, no, the important thing against City, and he always does well against City, is Son. Uh, yeah, but, oh, so he's out. He's, he's out. out. Um, yeah. And his pace always causes them problems. Yeah. Well, you'll have Timo, Tino Werner. Oh, I think a lot will depend on how, uh, listen, if City play well, I know Spurs are, are in are in better form, but I think if City play well, they will beat you. But if they don't, and they've got one eye on making sure they're keeping up with Liverpool, then who knows? And obviously Arsenal, the... 14 times winners haven't got a game. Yeah, who, sorry, who, you're not playing next week then? Well, I knew you were going to bring that up, so I thought I'd bring it up before you. know, we're, <laughs> we're concentrating on the European market. Um, we've got a very big game next month, so we shall see what happens there. I, we've got the midweek. When you talked about the European market, I thought you were going to talk about your new buys this January. Our new what? Buys? Yeah. No, no buys yet. No, and I don't think we will buy, and I think that, unfortunately, will be a mistake. Although, I do think, and I think in a way, Tottenham fans would agree in certain respects, you know, you, you can't buy for the sake of it. You know, Liverpool and Manchester City will not be buying in January because they don't need to. Arsenal do. They need a striker. But you're not going to buy Tony or Watkins or uh, Victor Omishan from, from, from... You're not going to do that now. So... Would I like another midfielder alongside Declan Rice and Odegaard? Yeah, we've got Smith Rowe fit now. Vieira will be fit soon. Our key, I keep mentioning him every week, will be Thomas Partey. If he comes back and he's fit, who knows? So, lots to play for. What we uh, we, next week? We're we're, we're recording after. When we're recording? Well, we'll probably record next Sunday evening, um, and the podcast will be out if not Sunday evening, Monday morning as usual. So. Let's we'll do the predictions for your game against Forest and our game against Brentford next week. Next week, um, yep, that, that that runs well. Um, so if you haven't listened to the show before, you can obviously find us on Spotify um, and uh, Apple iTunes. We're on all the socials. We're on Twitter, which is now X. Um, we're on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, um, and TikTok. So uh, until um, until next week, uh, stay. Stay safe, and uh, we'll see you next weekend. We will. Sports Social Podcast Network. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.